Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks with the hottest takes of 2021. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Bet. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2021. And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums. Tonight, we are kicking things off with Exodus and their new album, Persona Non Grata. And we'll conclude with the album Colors II, or some people prefer to say Colors 2 by Between the Buried and Me. <clears throat> All right. So Exodus is back. And not only is it just Exodus, Gary Holt, guitarist, is back with the band after he uh, replaced um, uh, the guitar. Uh, who did? On, Jeff Hanneman. For, Jeff Hanneman. Yeah, Jeff Hanneman in Slayer. Um, Slayer is officially done now. So Gary Holt is back. Just like logic. With Exodus. <laughs> Yeah, but half a Slayer is dead, so it's a little different. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, lead singer God, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, um, Tom Araya. Yeah, Tom Araya can barely walk. So, like, yeah, I really, how much, I like, think they're actually done. Makes me wonder how much cocaine he was on when we saw them, dude. I mean, he barely moved, but I mean, he's still just fucking like going for it. Like, I have no idea how he had so much energy when he was. But he looked like. He, a head on like a mannequin like he, <laughs> that's how immobile he was for we the just show. need to uh convince the masses that not being able to walk is metal <laughs> <laughs> i mean anything slayer does is like the most immediately the most metal shit it's just that's like just the like definition that's of the definition um but yeah so exodus um i we've i mean we've talked about exodus on the show a few times um i mean I, i'm a big fan of them uh Eric, you're also a big fan of them. Oh, yeah. Ben, you're pretty new to them, but you seem to be pretty positive on uh, music from them that you have heard. Which is really only shovel-headed Kill Machine, but I was very uh, positive on that album. Ended up okay. really, really enjoying that one. Yeah, which so, is great, because you, you need to like listen to their early stuff, because it's like know. some of the best shit from that era, and just some of the most like important uh, metal work. Uh, the uh, at least for American metal. Um, but yeah, so their new album, uh, Persona Non Grata. Um, how did you guys feel about this one? Because to, in my opinion, there's not a ton of like substance to it, but God damn it, it's so fucking badass. That, like, That's I, like the definition of Exodus's career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's there's not a ton here, but God damn it, it's so cool. Like a, a day in the life of of Exodus is Steve Souza wakes up and is like, what am I pissed off about today? Oh, goddamn motherfucking clickbait. All right, I'm going to write a seven minute track about that. And then Gary Holt just comes up with some like some riff that 80% of metal bands would die to have. And then they record it and that's the end of it. Like, <laughs> And I, I also do have to like love like some of the things on your like, yeah, there's a song ab about how much he hates fucking clickbait articles. <laughs> and then there's also like a song about like, uh, like the thamaldehyde, like uh, medical disaster from like the 50s and 60s. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's just like I, I, avocados I'm are six ninety nine. This is ridiculous, <laughs> dude. If he if they made a song about how uh, uh, avocados are too fucking expensive now, I bet you anything it would be fucking badass. It'd be better than like ninety five percent of metal music ever released. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm fully convinced these guys just wake up in the morning and like scroll through their Facebook newsfeed and get pissed off about something. 
And then unlike the rest of us, just go write a banger metal song about it. <laughs> like it's like the, yeah, like I said, th- this could be about literally anything, and they they really seem to try to make it about literally everything, <laughs> like in just wilding ranges of importance. And it all fits. Like the the riffs are all so fucking heavy and so fucking cool. Like there's just some fucking like ripping solos on here too. Like I mean, like how fucking talented is Gary Holt? Like Gary Holt is stupid talented. That like is, that's how? The like answer. he's been doing this for like forty years now and is still coming like consistently coming out with like refreshing badass metal work. Like how, dude? I I. I don't get it. I, if anything, this album is just like a shocking indictment of like Megadeth and Metallica and all those guys that stopped doing yeah. this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I was. That was my big takeaway um, from this album is that like a, a lot of bands when they get late in their careers, they'll they'll either put something that's just like lethargic and low energy, or they'll do something that's like high energy but has very lazy songwriting. I'm thinking like Risk by Megadeth would be like the quintessential example of that. But Exodus seems to kind of avoid falling into those two tropes pretty well. Like it's not, like you said, like there's very little substance here, but that's also kind of to be expected with this band. And like and everything else about it is so well done. Like the energy's there. Mm-hmm. The 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 riffs obviously are are creative and new and the solos are still you know, incredible. Um, it, it just, it does what it does very well. And like and, you said, like, like metal, like so many other washed up bands that just got stupid Metallica, you know, being a great example of that. And like, somehow these guys are able to just keep coming out with good stuff, even if it isn't, you know, mm-hmm. all that creative or like exciting. You know, it's still really fun to listen to. Metallica's most recent album you there was maybe one song on that album that held up to their their considered you know great body of work which was and, a huge improvement for them yeah you know having <laughs> one one song that held up was a big it's improvement. An infinite percentage improvement and then <laughs> it was undefined you could, you could literally take this and and shuffle this new album in together with tempo of the damned and i don't think you'd be able to tell what came from two what. weeks ago you could shuffle it with the click of one button now you have to click <laughs> like three buttons god damn Thanks it adele damn Thanks, it adele, adele. <laughs> um but no in all seriousness I thank think, you thank you adele yeah that yeah, is a so, huge is a much needed improvement to, <laughs> yeah i'm i'm super down with it and and they they left the shuffle button being default for for playlist too so it's like, like perfect yeah, yeah. this is how it should have been the whole for, time. yeah for for ages um uh, but anyway, I think one thing that um, kind of going into like, like, like these guys still sounding good compared to like, you know, Metallica or Megadeth who have completely fallen off in their later years. Um, it's one thing that's always weird, like kind of like that people say, like in defense of like Metallica and Megadeth, it's like, it's like, well, what, what do you expect them to do? Just keep releasing the same the same things they've always released in their career like 30 40 years later and i'm like well that's what exodus is doing and it's fucking cool yeah that, <laughs> this, that like, chad they've never Holt, yes <laughs> yeah. you like, released the same album every really time well that's what's years. crazy is like if you like to say that statement yeah it's basically the same thing they've always done but still sounds great it's like that would be a hard statement to believe like until you hear some of their albums like oh it actually can be done 
Mm-hmm. This this what album is expect. shockingly yeah. good for what it is. Like the, like this album has no right to be this good. But when, when you say this is a 2021 release from a 1980s Bay, Bay Area thrash band, like it has no right to be this good. Yeah, just like. And- I think it, what it is 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 they're just so accepting of just who and what they are as a band. Like, yeah, it's like we're just gonna write some killer riffs and we're gonna sing about shit that's pissing us off. That's all we're gonna do. We're never gonna do try to do anything other than that. But because just of the immense talent that is on this band, it just it keeps sounding good. Like they they fully accepted it and they've all fully bought in and they're all good enough to to carry that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm mildly convinced that gary holt could carry any metal band he was put in that should be like like that should be like a reality show where like shitty bands advertise to get like gary holt to work with them for an album it's actually a really good idea for sure <laughs> a four, really four track ep with gary holt like, yeah like kitchen nightmares except it's, it's gary holt <laughs> <laughs> and shitty local bands yeah dude i would so watch that that would be fucking it's a fuck. great idea for a show. Even like non-metal fans, I could see getting really into that. And and I mean, can we also talk about? Uh, I, I believe is let me let me make sure I get the name right. I believe it's Brian Beller. Uh, what does he play? The bassist for Exodus. Oh yeah, yeah. Just having one of the most like like this dude just literally straight up plugs his bass into a clean amplifier and somehow has like the most crushing metal bass tone I've ever heard. Dude, I love the bass. It's so clean yet so dirty. It, it, yeah. it, the thing that's, this is what, what is so like highlights their talent is he's literally just playing a bass into a clean amplifier and it fits in some of the most aggressive metal riffing you've ever heard just because of how he plays it. It fits so well. The it dude just so like well. beats yeah. the shit out of his bass and it's like, what the fuck, man? I, I don't even understand how he makes it work as well as he does. Like, oh, I did get the name wrong. This this is that was the guy from Death Clock. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. <laughs> Jack Gibson. Jack Gibson. Oh, with a, with a name like that, you you have to be amazingly talented. But um but yeah, like I, I really don't understand like how it works so well. Like because yeah, what it, it he it's doesn't just the do anything. Of the he's just he doesn't. Well, he doesn't do anything electronically. He, you know, he's he's just a, a monster on the bass. <clears throat> but like with so many of, and I think one thing that does that's really well is it helps prevent the music from sounding like overproduced because they, at least for him, like they for the like the the foundation of of the sound is pretty much untreated. So I think it sounds really like it. it keeps it from sounding overproduced and sounds really authentic. Um, and, and I think that's part of what makes it work so well, but I still don't understand how it fits in like such a metal way when they don't do anything. Like there's no distortion to it. Yeah. I mean, God, Exodus just exists to call other metal bands pussies and no (laughs) one can say anything to them. Like, (laughs) Why is this dude plugging a $200 Yamaha bass into a clean amplifier and sounding more metal than like anybody? Yeah. How? How do you do that? Dude, like yeah, it makes no goddamn sense. And it's it I it just goes to say like the the immense amount of talent on this band. Yeah, it's it's stupid. So I I am curious to like uh what you thought of the vocals on this one Ben. Yeah, um, 
they were overall solid. I definitely preferred um, the guy who was on Shovelheaded Kill Machine. Um, to me, this guy sounded like a slightly neutered version of of that vocalist. Like this guy was a little raspier. His voice didn't have the same force. It just didn't carry as as angrily or as forcefully as the other guy. Um, it's the same overall, dude. I, I'm pretty I, sure, isn't it? No, it is not. Oh, it's no, the differently. No, it's singer? I thought not. Um, um, no, so th- this is Steve Souza, who is the same guy who was on a um, Tempo of the Damned. Oh, okay. And so, so this, this was what I had brought up when we were when we reviewed Shovelheaded Kill Machine as part of the the the, the list was that um, originally I had preferred the the other guy, I, I believe Rob Dukes, but don't quote me on that one. Uh, but as, as I have listened to more Exodus, I've kind of settled on. Um, Souza actually being my favorite uh, favorite vocalist for the band. I, I really like their yeah, sound. Rob, Rob Dukes is correct. Okay. For, for Shovelhead. For Shovel. Yeah. I got one of them right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I I actually kind of prefer Souza's vocals. Um, I, they're a bit of an acquired taste, though. They're a little screechier. They're a little nastier. Um. I think the thing that that I like though is you get moments where he goes into that deeper register and stuff, and like he kind of highlights that he's doing that screechy high thing like as a choice instead of because that's just his vocal range. He's the Danny Brown of metal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but, uh, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of with Ben in the sense that I, I do think that the the vocals were probably my least favorite part of the album, but that's not or of of the the band members, I think the vocal. Oh, excuse me. I think the vocalist had uh, did the weakest job, but it's not to say he does a bad job. I think he does a, a fine job. I think he is. Uh, I, th- I think the vocals work really well, and I think it's a nice balance between like, like, uh, like kind of like growling and you know, more tradi- like more, uh, more of like what you expect on like from like a metal vocalist and like a clean vocals i think it's a nice balance um but um yeah i i do kind of wish they were a little, a little bit deeper or he just would really like go for it uh yeah some more. more of a sustained like yeah full sound yeah to me they kind of sounded like if they took like rob dukes's vocals and put like a Dave Mustaine effect at like 10% onto those. <laughs> That's what you would get here. And again, it's like, they're good. I mean, they work well with the, with the instrumentals. Um, it's still really aggressive. I just, maybe it's because I listened to um, Shovel first. Like, I feel like what you're used to or what you, your first experience with something tends to kind of uh, prime you or set the stage for what you expect in the future. So the fact that we probably listen to these things in different orders might be coloring our judgments there. That could um, be, but who knows? For me, it's honestly, it's just not that big of a deal because I don't come to Exodus for the vocals. So. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not what I, it's not what I, not why I listen to Exodus, and they're perfectly adequate to support the reasons I do listen to Exodus. So yeah, they, they've never had a bad vocalist. It's I, I was just curious what what Ben's thoughts were on now that having done a full listen to two of them. Yeah. Yeah, very solid. Um, definitely prefer Rob Dukes, but uh, yeah, again, it's certainly not detracting from the album. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. an okay vocal performance. Sounds so much better than Dave Mustaine. 
I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. It not does. <laughs> having a vocalist sounds better than Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for me, and I will say, like this album probably isn't going to go super high just because I don't think any of the songs were particularly memorable. Like I definitely didn't get into this one as much as Shovel. Like Shovel, I was just I was with it the whole time. I can hum riffs from Shovel. I can remember things distinctly. But this one, it just didn't seem to quite have that immersive, lasting effect to the same degree. But you know, while I was listening to it, I was enjoying it. But the most impressive thing for me was just Gary Holt's guitar playing. I mean, there were some. I mean, I don't know. I I think he's really distinctive and like the variety of like playing styles he has within like within the album let alone like a single song is just so diverse like he'll leap between doing like really just right in the pocket you know 16th note thrashy riffs and he'll go into a solo that has a much more like free form to it like it's i want to say loose but i know that's not the right word because it's still very tight still very like well played but like the way he plays the solos it's almost like it'd be hard to put the note structure on paper like someone could but i can't you know it's like i don't know what kinds of notes he's playing in terms of the cadence but it just works so well and just like the the variety that he'll leap from yeah absolutely really cool it it reminds me a little bit of some of like the the slayer solos except they're in key (laughs) i was gonna say like to me, a lot of these solos sounded almost like atonal. Like they're not, it'd be incredibly hard to hum or even remember any of these solos, at least for me. Yeah. But while you're in them, like they just make perfect sense. It's like when you start getting to really like high level jazz and they're soloing and like they're breaking all the rules of the notes, but they're breaking them because they've, they're they so good that they can do it and it works. And that's kind of what this was like for me. Like jazz is when you repeat a wrong note enough times that it sounds right. And this is (laughs) when you play a wrong note so fast that the listener doesn't have time to recognize that it happened. Exactly. (laughs) Great. Yeah. No, um, this, this album is kind of going to be very similar to that, uh, bass masturbation fest from a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. where like it's final placement on my list is going to depend heavily on the mood I wake up in on the final day. Yeah. I think so too. For me, I think this will probably go top half for me but probably very close to the line is my thought i haven't actually ranked any of the ones we're doing tonight yet but um that's where i'm kind of feeling because this one kind of embodies that like that like the dream of getting an album from like your old guy music heroes that's still good Mm -hmm. yeah like if, if every band that i listened to when i was younger could continue putting out music of this quality I would be living the dream and so <laughs> I feel like I gotta recognize that like Led Zeppelin 12 I, I obviously I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bump it up into like truly groundbreaking albums or amazing great albums but I, I think it would be remiss of me after you know all the I wish they would keep giving us this stuff like okay they kept giving it to us and it's still really good and and so I gotta give it the credit like yeah it's not gonna get quite the credit of something redefining or anything but but yeah I, I have a hard time ranking this super super low when it's like they're giving you exactly what we're asking for and they did it to a good good job yeah, they did a fucking great job at it I mean yeah. obviously if you're a fan of, of metal or thrash metal you gotta be listening to this right yeah oh yeah right. absolutely like I mean I would say that about Exodus in general 
Um, but if, if you're, and also I will say, if you're not familiar with Exodus, I would say this is not a bad starting point to get into their music. I like you. This is very much the Exodus experience. Exodus so. has got to be one of the most consistent bands. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think the standard deviation, like all of their discography is like a solid seven. Yeah. <laughs> Except for, of, I would say Bonded by Blood is higher than that. But yeah, yeah, probably. And I, I might give Shovelheaded Kill Machine a, a bit of a bump too, just for, but yeah, I mean, like they're so goddamn consistent. It's unbelievable. Mm hmm. I was going to say, um, like for our standard deviation at the end of the year, I feel like this one has a contender to be like the lowest because I think I just have a feeling we're all going to place this to the very similar spot, but I can see that. To be seen. I have a pretty big range of where it can go for me right yeah. now. I do have it. I kind of do too, right but I'm, now I'm not entirely happy with where it is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, there's a, there's a lot this could go. So I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But, uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, any uh, any final statements uh, besides just check it out? Thrash metal is still cool in yeah, 2021. Uh, just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Thrash metal will always be cool. And I just I did want to throw out just a couple minor comments about uh, about Gary Holt here. Do you guys um, notice any like Eddie Van Halen similarities at all in his playing style? Because I kind of felt like it's like if you took Eddie Van Halen but like reined him in a little bit and made him focus. That's kind no, of what I, some of I, I mean, he, like. I get that a lot, of, actually. Yeah, from the same cloth. And like, I mean, if you look at some of the stuff like Exodus did in the 80s, some of it, some of it's kind of shit. Um, <laughs> but, and, so, and some of it is, has a lot of similarities to like the hair metal of the time. So, mm -hmm. yeah. No, that that's but, actually a really good pickup, I think, in the, the way his riffs kind of flow and stuff. It is very Eddie Van Halen-esque. Yeah, because they're almost kind of like freeform in, in sections, and he's got that kind of like when he does his solos, he goes into a very like legato style, but it's like it's an yeah. angry, it's an angry legato, which I think is really cool. It seems hard to pull off. It's like it's like hot butter. It's like so smooth, but it's like right in your face, and it's <laughs> I don't know. I, I was really impressed by uh, by kind of that scene. I'm convinced it's impossible to listen to Gary Holt and not be impressed. Probably true. Yeah, I mean like maybe prime James Hetfield, but I don't know who else, especially in like like a rhythm metal sense, you would you could put up against this guy. Yeah. Well that's the thing too is like with like Hetfield and all a lot of other guitars I can think of is like they kind of play within their style. Like like I mean Jimmy Page, classic example, like he had that kind of choppy style to everything. Like Neil Young, like kind of similar thing. Um Hetfield even like it's very like regimented, thrashy, well played, but like I don't see that kind of versatility very often. Yeah, and like, and I think that's like that's the main takeaway here for me is just like the, like he could do everything, like he can play any sort of rhythm, any sort of style, and just like flow from one to the other and back and forth, all within the course of you know like a minute of a song. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I um so yeah um definitely check it out. Uh, definitely definitely worth uh, the one hour of your time. Um, so yeah, let's move on to an album that I expect to be rather controversial um, just kind of based off our history with the genre as a whole uh, between the buried and me uh, so metalcore we've we've listened to, to a couple metalcore albums on the show with widely varying with results wide variations of, <laughs> of what we thought because um, uh, I know uh, 
last year we listened to Gulch and yeah. Suicide Silence. And Gulch yeah. was in Ben's top 10 and Suicide Silence, I believe, was in your bottom five. I believe it was. It was extremely yeah. well, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So huge, <laughs> huge, uh, uh, yeah, huge difference between those. And I was going to try to use the word Gulch. But that's not that's not the right word. What is a gulch? I forget a huge what gulch. Gulf between the a two. A gulf. Maybe. That's what I was thinking. It was a gulf, not a gulch. I was. Uh, <laughs> good thing I didn't make that joke. I would have looked like an idiot. I mean, I, I would have seen what you were going for. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, between the buried and me, I know they're uh, incredibly well known and well respected uh, within the genre. I've never really checked them out too much before, as because I've said before on the show, I'm, I. I don't tend to be a fan of um, of metalcore for the most part, um, but I did really want to check this out because uh, I've been getting a lot of really good reviews, and I was uh, just kind of hopeful that it would um, that it would click for me. And while I do think this is a really well done metalcore album, I just don't really care for it. Yeah, I'm in a pretty similar camp here. Um, overall, and I don't know if it's if it's a flaw with the album or maybe it's just not up my alley, but the, the overall idea here, I, I just, I find it silly and just kind of pointless. I, I do have some praises for the album, but I definitely have a lot of criticisms. And I think the criticisms are going to slightly outweigh the positives yeah. for me. I, I think, you know, I think this album is a really neat idea in a sense, but I, I think if anything, the biggest killer for me is just the length yeah, it's so yeah, an hour and twenty so minutes is a long album, and and the last song's fifteen minutes long. Yeah, and like it just makes it feel so much longer. Uh, and I think there, already... you know, there are a lot of cool moments on this album, but I don't think mm-hmm. there's enough cool moments to support an hour and twenty minute runtime. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And and I think I think one of the big problems with with a sound like this is there's there's a lot going on here, right? There was a lot going on here against like a metal backdrop. And I think there are some times where um, like in the back half of the album, especially they'll like cut out of the metal and go into some like almost like flamenco or like carnival style (laughs) stuff. That was actually, those are my, by far my favorite. And and, and I was was going to agree. I think that was super, super cool when you bring in that diversity and you jump around and you kind of take us by surprise and like, what the hell's going on here? But it all kind of gets tied together with the vocals. Those are really cool moments. And I, I think on the front half of the album, for me, there were a lot more of those kind of moments where you've got like overproduced vocals and padded out synths kind of washing over the rhythm guitars and just taking away from the power of them. Because I think that's a yeah. a tricky thing when you start to get super dense in a, in a metal style is if you have too much going on, you lose that percussiveness and that aggression and that just like kick you in the nuts vibe of the guitars and and there's some great guitar playing on this album, oh, but yeah. a lot of the time it gets buried in this kind of washed out, emotional, yeah. big pad chords and singing. And it's like, I kind yeah, of prefer gonna... the back half where they're having fun and doing some stupid shit, but it's like, yeah. I'm all for it. It's fire. So I, I have a, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, uh, so the big comparison that I got, oh, that I thought of when listening to this, is this remind me of like, uh, a metalcore Frank Zappa album. Like, I was going to say a metal version of Queen. Okay. I think we're probably coming yeah. from a similar name. Yeah. But, um, but 
And and what I mean by that, it's kind of like some of the, um, some of the things you guys have said. There's a lot of diversity on here, and there's some really weird shit. Oh yeah. Um, but to me, this doesn't have like the soul or like the humor of Zappa's music. Like it just has the the amazing technicality of his music without any of the the humor or the life to it. And so it it does kind of to me kind of veer into kind of like what we were saying about like uh oh god, what the hell are they called? Uh like omnific, where it's like it's it's just kind of like a technical exercise a lot of the time, it feels like. Oh yeah. And the the playing is incredible on this album. Like there's some like ridiculously talented and are talented members on, in this band and like some ridiculously impressive songwriting on here, I think. Just but it it just can't pull it all together to become you know what it's trying to be or it's shooting to be. But what that, is that it, might just be like, what is it trying to be? Yeah. yeah. It might just be because I don't really care for this genre as a whole. Um, so that might be why I just it just doesn't hit me like uh like it is for a lot of people. But it 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 just it it just didn't grab me at any point. And I and I, I just couldn't get out of my head like I'm listening to metal Frank Zappa without any of the humor. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's actually it's uncanny how this episode is going because like every single bullet point that you guys have listed were kind of my thoughts exactly. <laughs> like I haven't even disagreed slightly with a single thing that's been said by you guys the whole night. It's kind of <laughs> creeping me out a little bit. Like, this year has been wild because <laughs> like fine. half my comments are like exactly what you said, Brandon. It's it's doing all these different things. But my big takeaway was like, what was the purpose? Like, what's the point here? What am I supposed to get out of this as a listener? And yeah, and there were moments, there were definitely a few moments that I really liked. Um, and the moments I liked were the funny moments where they kind of leaned into the silliness of, of the whole idea. Because I mean, let's face it, this is a really silly album. It gets goofy. The songwriting is kind of batshit. It's doing all these different styles all at once. Um, it seems more like an exercise or like a study of different stuff. It's like if you took like thrash metal and and a bunch of other influences and just like played them in a really dorky way, that's kind of what this is. And so the parts I liked were the parts that like really leaned into that. Like uh, I think on the third track, I believe it was, um, on Revolution in Limbo, um, at like the six minute mark, it just goes into that like Spanish, like bossa nova part with like the really just sarcastic organ going on. I love that part. Like I wanted more moments like that, but a lot of the other, the rest of the album was just kind of somewhat pretentious, maybe not pretentious. That's a little harsh, but it's kind of like a weird exercise or study and like how many different things can we do? Like, and again, the playing is amazing, but it's like, again, what is the point here? I don't, what am I supposed to take away from this? Like it's, you only make me laugh maybe once every, you know, 15 minutes. And like this music, I think compositionally, this is not up my alley at all. I think for like an in-genre comparison, more than like a queen or a Zappa, this reminds me a lot of Avenged Sevenfold's White Album. Oh, dude, I was going to say Avenged Sevenfold was my other comparison here. They remind think, me a lot of Avenged Sevenfold in certain areas. I, I think a lot of times, like, and I love that album a lot. And I think where this 
album isn't quite that album is like Avenged Sevenfold is a lot funnier throughout. Yes. And and I think the other thing is like Avenged Sevenfold also ex- just on display some incredible playing, but it feels a lot more effortless, like in support of some grand joke. Whereas this feels a little <laughs> yeah. bit more like try hard. Yes. It's a very, yeah, that's a great uh, word to describe it. It's like, there's so much, like these like the guys who like, they spend all their time on like, it's like, we, uh, we kept asking how we could do it. We never thought to stop to ask if we should do it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like, like, like I, I think try album. hard is a great way to describe this album. I feel like they could have sat down and they could have cut a solid 40 minutes of all the stuff they thought were the super serious moments and had a pretty good album. Like just keep yep. a lot more of the lighthearted, silly shit and, and cut the length down dramatically. And this would be a much better listen because yeah, I agree like 35 or 40 minutes would have done this a lot of good. Cause I, I, yeah, I really do believe there's some insane. great stuff on here. There, I mean, there's some great moments on this album. It just, they're too few and far between with the runtime it's got. Yeah, I agree. There was definitely a few moments. Like there was this one song. Um, oh yeah, fix the error. Um, had a really cool thing where they did like this, just really sardonic organ, like like baseball game sounding organ, and it wasn't like loud, but it was in the background, and they would splice it in, like intermittently, and they actually did it like pretty consistently throughout the song, um, which I thought was a really funny touch. Kind of reminded me of that that really. Uh, silly interlude off Enema, uh, uh, off that Tool album. Um, kind of reminded me of that a little bit, so I appreciated that. Um, but they what didn't was the do song that-, that had like the cartoon sound effects? Uh, um, what was was that Revolution in Limbo? I feel like it was in the close to the beginning of the been. album. I don't even remember. But that was a weird moment for me because it was it was very much like just why like why are there scooby-doo sound effects here? and it's it's one of those another one of those cases where i think sonically they pull it off but thematically it doesn't make sense like right. it 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 doesn't sound weird and like it's mixed in well the music the tone everything fits but then just yeah just something about the tone or the, the overall vibe just doesn't quite hit and it's kind of yeah it's I think because I think the individual elements are all done well. Like obviously the playing's really impressive. The vocalist, like I can't quite put my finger on it because like the vocalist, you know, he sings really deep and angrily, but like there's no force behind it. Like it, it sounds like he's parodying like scream metal or, or I don't even know what you'd classify it or like thrash metal. It's almost like he's parodying this stuff, which I guess they kind of are. But it's like, again, what's the point? Like, it's not that funny. It's definitely not. It doesn't sound aggressive, even though he is singing aggressively, but it doesn't come across that way. Like, there's no anger or force behind this at all for me. There's just like, it's almost kind of vapid. It's almost like emotionless, despite all this frenetic genre jumping that's going on. It's like, there's no, there's no meat to it. Yeah. I just, I never had that moment where it, it like made sense. And it like, yeah, and it's a long album to not have that that mm-hmm. click. Yeah, I this one's this one's probably gonna end up quite low for me. Uh, and I'm not necessarily happy about that, but I just I really just can't 
justify this being much higher than where I currently have it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a similar camp there. It's going to go probably low-ish. I don't think it'll go crazy low because, again, it's like I don't want to be too harsh on this because I think there are some cool things here. But is this one of those like, yeah, they, I guess they ticked the boxes they were going for, but it kind of amounted to a big pile of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, yeah. Uh, stop doing this. This is really <laughs> weirding me out. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's so- no way that we pick a metalcore album and agree on every single bullet point. Like, that's just, that should not happen. <laughs> We've reached yeah, we, we agree by and large on goals. <laughs> yeah. I it guess was really just Suicide Silence we disagreed on. And even then, like, I did enjoy it somewhat. Um, I, I would put this in a very similar camp to where I put my the Suicide Silence record last year. Um, Actually, uh, I think that is still miles year. above that. Yeah, this is not even close <laughs> to that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would put it be there. But like I said, I actually kind of enjoyed that. Record, I think so. Suicide Silence makes this record look like Gulch. Put it that way. <laughs> Ooh. And Gulch makes this record look like Suicide Silence. <laughs> God, that Gulch God. album so Gulch was cool. so good. good. Honestly, Gulch, Gulch was my number ten album last year, and like I'm looking at my composite like 2020 and 2021 list, and I'm like, that could go higher, like on the composite, which makes zero sense. But I mean, just you, you like you, it's grown on you over uh, over time. We need to we need to have a, a revisit last year's list before we. Do the big oh, reveal yeah. this year? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Or we could um, include could it in like the because I want to do a composite episode. Maybe we could make those into one. Yeah, no, I think that'd be too much for one episode. Also, um, but also I think we should uh, wait more for a composite one so we have more to look more at in two years. More yeah. than more than two years. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I th- that's honestly I, I don't really have a ton to say about this no I, I think i'm about i've about wrapped it up um I, i'd probably still give it the nod um but i wouldn't give it like the you must hear this kind of thing you know yeah, if you're one if, if you're into the I'm genre definitely check it out because i think it does it really well but if you're not into metalcore then this isn't going to convince you otherwise right yeah this will be the first time in a while i'm just gonna not recommend this to anyone who's not already into this kind of stuff i think I, I think that's very not, fair. Yeah, you're not missing mm-hmm. out on a ton. This is not going to broaden anyone's horizons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that'll about do it, I guess. Um, thank you all very much uh, for listening. Please join us next week where we will be reviewing uh, Magdalena Bay with Mercurial World and Sweet Trip with a tiny house and secret speeches, polar equals. This is a really sorry. Long... Could you um, phrase that again, but grammatically correct this time? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh God! All right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, join us for that one. Um, yeah. Thank you all very much for listening, and have a good night.